Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you closer to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay and Amber. Hello. Hi. As well as our special guest, Young Ajuma or Sarah. Hello. How is everyone? To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube, The Craze. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to our patrons that helped make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brianne for their support. If you're interested in joining in our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash magazine to check out all the great perks we have for our members. And to answer your question, Sarah... I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing fabulous. It's actually snowing in my area, so I'm super excited. Yeah, we're getting snow up here, too. I miss snow so much. At least you guys can see snow. I was going to say, Jay, do you ever even (laughs) see snow? (laughs) Okay, so it's been raining. It's been like, like actual rainstorm for the past few days on and off here. So like in the mountain areas of where I am, it is snowing. Didn't you guys have some crazy wind that was coming through over on California? Yeah, like actually, um, what was it? Like the weekend, like the first weekend it was storming. Like I couldn't sleep at all because the wind was so loud up against the windows. And then my mom has plants outside. And unfortunately, those all got swept away (laughs) and kept falling over. So it's just like it is crazy windy for the past few days. See, I don't trust the ring of fire. Some weird shit happens over there. That's why I stay on the <laughs> East Coast. Yeah, and you never know what's going to happen. Well, the day we're recording this, guys, we are just mere hours from Shiny announcing their long way to come back. How are we feeling? We have a date already, apparently. And I'm not ready. February 22nd. Yes, I'm super excited. I love Shiny, and I'm so glad they're back. The song that they sang during their spoiler v live which good on you sm you're just tired of them spoiling it themselves aren't you but the song is called marry you and all my brain was like the bruno mars song but no shiny has their own song marry you and the theory that i've seen rolling around on twitter is that they're proposing to the nuna from replay that's oh? actually kind of cute <laughs> oh i did not know that oh my god that is that cute is adorable Wow. Okay. And here I thought all the shawls were getting proposed to. So, but that's still cute. Here we can establish the headcanon now. Shiny's entire discography is a love story. Just for the girl in, in replay. Well, we all know the girl in replay is just shawl. <laughs> True. But at the same time, bring back Victoria. <laughs> she was the main muse for replay. So just bring her back for a brief cameo. For sure. Um, Before we get started with today, hey, Sarah, do you want to, like, tell us more about you and for our listeners who may not know who you are? Absolutely. So on social media, I go by Young Ajuma, uh, Y-O-U-N-G-A-J-U-M-M-A-H. I know that's a lot, but I always spell it out just in case people want to find me. And I'm pretty much a content creator in Korean entertainment industry. So whatever form of entertainment you like podcasts, videos, articles, I've pretty much done it all. (laughs) And I'm always happy to run my mouth with anyone who's willing to listen about anything K-pop related or K-dramas, webtoons, everything. I like to talk. (laughs) 
She's also my mom. Just kidding. <laughs> She's not really my mom, but I like to call her mom. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. Somebody mentioned, they like sent me a damn like, is Jay really your daughter? I guess I had put out like a picture of us when we were at KCON and they were like, she kind of does look like you. <laughs> no like, way. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, that's so sweet, but I'm not that old. <laughs> no, it's like she, Sarah gives off. She takes care of you. That's, yeah. that's the reason why I call her mom. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was so funny. I was going to like send it to you. And then of course I have like mom brain. So I forgot. But yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not really everybody's mom. Like they call me mom, but I just have two kids. Last time I checked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of running our mouths about things, we are revisiting a topic we all love to uh, talk about over here. So you've listened to us talk about K-dramas and our favorite K-dramas, our favorite actors. You've also listened to us talk about fan fiction tropes, which led to a very interesting conversation about certain tropes that uh, I, I vaguely remember Roxy's expression of why. Um, so today we're going to revisit K-drama tropes. So I'm sure you guys are all familiar with the like the tier list. Yes, I am. Yep. Awesome. So shall we begin? Sarah, have you had a chance to sort out yours yet? So I'm um, I'm looking at it and it's like I think I'm done, <laughs> but I always feel like mm, maybe I should change this a little bit. But yeah, for the most part, I've I've sorted it out. I had a hard time with S tier and A tier things. And I, I really think what you put there really says a lot about who you are as a person. And it makes oh me feel I'm so scared now. <laughs> it's okay. I still haven't done it. So technically I'm going to be going as we go along. Okay. So everyone, let's take a look at our screen here. And we've got some tropes. So let's go, let's go through them. Because when I found this tier list, I noticed that there's some missing that we should probably add to it, but we can discuss those at the end. So, amnesia. I don't like this one. I don't know why people like amnesia so much. Neither do I. Yeah, it seems like every romance drama will have an amnesia trope. And after a while, it gets a little boring and sometimes insulting. So I'm not a fan of the amnesia thing. Neither am I. So can we all just mutually say it goes to the D slot? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Off to a strong start there with this. <laughs> <laughs> These are also going in alphabetical order, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, next one is birth secret. So when I did my tier chart, I took this in like multiple ways. It's like birth secret, like you're secretly having a child, or it could be that you're like secretly related. Oh God, not that. Oh, anything but that. <laughs> or so no like how do you guys interpret this i'm taking it i'm also like interpreting it as you're the illegitimate child yeah that's pretty much how i see it i know that especially with the newer dramas they have a lot of different birth secret versions but since i've been watching dramas forever it feels like it's like oh okay somebody's a secret love child and is also secretly rich so yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like a mistress birth as in like their parent is super rich, but they weren't like a legitimate child. Yeah. I'm just getting like when Amber said like secretly related, I was getting like war flashbacks to the smile has left your eyes. <laughs> I did not watch that drama for that reason. I thought that was a bit too, 
out there, even for me. Like, I think in the Korean version, I don't remember if they made them related, but like in the Japanese story, they're legitimate brother and sister. Oh. Everything about that makes <laughs> me want to die. It's so weird. Like, if only I hate... you could see the face I'm making. I'm right. like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, why would you ever write? Why would you ever do that? It's just, it's so wrong in so many ways. Yeah. I mean, look, I guess it takes all kinds. It's just, that's not my personal thing. Me either. I'm not too big of a fan of these like secret plots like that. I'm like, oh, I guess, but eh, I wouldn't go to that specifically like, oh, I like that. So D column it is. Yeah. <laughs> My D column is going to be so long. I already know. This screen is going to drive me bananas. Um, So next one is bromance. So this one, I was just like, what K-drama bromances are there? And like, goblin. Goblin. Yeah, exactly. Goblin. Goblin. <laughs> goblin was like goblin. top tier. And then the That's- school series as well, they have some bromances. Reply series, they have some bromances. So I'm like, I don't hate them, but I don't love them either. They're like B, C range for me. Ooh. Yeah, I think I put them in B range because I do like a good bromance. And I mean, obviously, everybody thought about Goblin because that was like an iconic one. Mm -hmm. And what I liked about that one is like it didn't center around the female lead. So like um, Lee Dongwook, his character was not interested in the female lead because I feel like a lot of times with the bromance, they push like it's like a love triangle. But then the two dudes are like good friends now. I'm not like a big fan of that necessarily. So I'm I'm like middle B or C. So what about you guys? Um, oh, I actually have it as A. Uh, it's an A tier for me. I'm a sucker for a good bromance. As long as it doesn't like start to turn into the love triangle, which I know we'll get into later. But if they can just keep it as like a really good bromance, just like how Goblin was, even though they kind of bickered back and forth, that's all part of bromance. I'm for it. I have to also put bromance up in the A column. I do like myself a good um, bromance. Uh, one more recent one that I enjoyed was from, uh, I forgot the other actor's name. Why does his name escape me? But he starred in it with Lee Min Ho in the King Eternal Monarch. Their um, oh. romance there is like, oh, it's so cute and wholesome. You like, I love me. how it, I was like, oh, so I have to put it up in the A for me. Yeah, I think the actor is Udo, Udo Han. Yes, yes. Him, oh, my man. He's very good looking. Yes, listen, I I don't know how how spicy we can go in this drama, I mean, in this podcast, but oh my gosh. We, we like spicy. You like, like spicy? We can go PG-13 as long as we put a, like an explicit label. Oh, sure. Oh, well, I'm not going to like fan fiction realm, not that deep, but you guys need to watch him in this movie with Park Seo-jin called oh my gosh what's it called hold on i gotta look it up because you guys gotta watch it he plays a bad guy in there and who best looking bad guy i've ever seen in my life oh god he when he played that bad boy character in the drama with joy like it was an okay drama but i'm like i'm here for you Mm -hmm. that's literally why i watched it like just him and i think that's true for most people Ah, The Divine Fury. If you're not like squeamish because it is a horror movie, definitely watch it in that. Trust me. Writing this down. (laughs) All right. So I guess we will put it in the A column. Next topic is bus fall. This I'm just like falling on the bus. Did they fall in front of the bus? Are they being (laughs) hit by the bus? (laughs) 
fall in front of the bus and get hit by the bus. That's kind of what I would want to do instead. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Oh gosh. Um, main character gets up on a moving bus and trips and falls. Is that how I'm seeing it? And they catch them? Yeah. It's the they do this and I, I think they even did it in True Beauty. I forget. In something I watched recently, they're like the bus makes like a sudden jerk and then she starts falling and he catches her. And then they stare lovingly into each other's eyes and then <laughs> for like five minutes. And then there's the cliffhanger and yeah. Everything that was what gets I'm slow. Yes, that's the way I was thinking with bus fall. And I roll my eyes every time. See, my brain instantly went to like, she fell in front of a bus because this is a really wide like topic because there's always the white truck of doom in the dramas. So it's like, which one is it? Is it she fell on the bus or did she get hit by the bus? We got to come to a decision here. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Since you're putting it in that (laughs) sense, because... The other trope that's not on here is that just the regular trip and fall trope because I feel like that happens in different situations. Like it happens in a cafe or outside. So if we can classify that as a separate trope and just keep... I want to say if we're going to also say bus fall, like just a vehicle in general, like grabbing them right before they get into, like they're walking into traffic and they'll be like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Hello. Oh yeah. That's a pretty common one. I still, I can't stop laughing. Like Amber just saying like, <laughs> she can buy a bus. It's see, okay, it's just like when you watch enough K dramas and they become so predictable, you're like, okay, three things are gonna happen here. She's either gonna get hit by the bus or it's gonna be a close call. So it's just like, which one is it? You can almost play a drinking game with tropes in a K drama. I just have this. I'm crying. I have like this this really generic image of a girl just like falling and getting hit by a bus. Like, I'm worried about myself because I keep laughing. <laughs> I always wonder why they never stop. Like the bus or the truck or whatever could be like five blocks away and they see the person laying there in the road rather than just hit the brakes or pull over or whatever. They just lay on their horn. And to me, sometimes it seems like they speed up. Why? Why this trope? To to add more suspense because she might get hit. And it's always she. It's never he. He's not the one that almost dies. Right. Right. Can we reverse that trope? I love that. Let the men get hit. Okay, if anybody should get hit by the bus, it's probably a man, so. (laughs) There are so many dramas that I always wanted the lead male to get hit by a bus because I'm just like, you're so insufferable. Boys over flowers, I said. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love Park Seo Joon, but I wanted to stab his character in Ethan One class so often that I was like, please get hit by a bus. Interesting opinion. I'm not yeah. sure many people would be happy about that. Yeah. No, it's because he's so, he's like, he's so moral to a fault. He's, he's innocent. He was an innocent lamb. He's been in jail for 10 years. He doesn't know. <laughs> I think I think what we learned from this is that Amber doesn't like pure innocence very much. Aww. <laughs> it's just that he's just like, he's so stubbornly moral. It's like sometimes there's got to give somewhere. You got to give somewhere. Come on, guys. Part of okay. me gets the frustration, but like not enough to want him to get hit by a bus. <laughs> Okay, so for this one, let's go for the falling on, like, on the bus, because we can talk about being hit by moving vehicles at the end. Um, So, because thinking about it, 
and living in Korea, these buses are reckless if you don't hang on. Like, if you, you tap onto the bus with, like, your, your bus card, and you got, like, half a second to get to your seat before the driver just, like, zooms off. The amount of times I have almost ate dirt because of bus drivers are one too many. So, like, I have a weird thing about this trope because, like, when you watch it, like, unfolding, when they do the slow motion and the, the eye contact, like, my heart does a little does a little thump. But, like, realistically speaking, nobody would be, like, happy about that happening to them. It'd seriously be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know, as a trope, I'm not too excited about this. So, for me, personally, I would keep this in the C range. I mean, it's not bad, but I'm like, eh. Yeah, I put it at C also. Same. So, let's put it in the C range. Uh, she is so hyped up on this caffeine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to wear down towards the end. Um, So the next one is second male lead syndrome. Oh. So the classic, the main character is a little bitch, so we're going to make you fall in love with the second one. I mean, I prefer at least like, because this also goes with like love triangles. It feels so overdone. I preferred for there to just be like one male lead that is the best. So I really hate it when he's the worst. An example of that for me was Cheese in the Trap. I fucking hated the main male guy and I was in love with the second lead. And like, I don't like that feeling because you know, they're going to lose. Yeah, same. Um, I have it. I'm just telling you right now, I got it in the D. I can't stand this this trope because I like the second male lead the main character likes the second male lead the second lead likes the second lead and then at the end 98% of the time she doesn't choose them and it's like why why I feel like they're doing that right now in true beauty really really hard oh please don't get me started on true beauty I know it's like super different from the webtoon, isn't it? It is. And it's like the more I see like clips and stuff because I'm not even watching it because of how I feel about the webtoon. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is an outrage. How dare you change my true beauty like this? The only thing I gotta say about second male lead syndrome is for the love of God, get Jisoo the damn girl for, by now. Right! Like, oh can you <laughs> can you just get it? Like, please. We say this Always. every time we talk about K-dramas, oh, every no. single time. Not Jisoo! <laughs> Wait, he has a new drama out. Maybe we get lucky this time. I know it's not likely, but I, I have hope. I know, it's just like, when is he just gonna have that moment where, like, you finally get the girl? Gosh. When he stops being so daggone sad and droll and like, oh, Jisoo, please be happy. He's always brooding. Yes, that's why he's never getting this girl. It doesn't matter what drama with the exception of weightlifting uh, fairy where he had a cameo. He was happy then and I loved it. But that lasted five minutes. I know. I always think about him in a strong woman, like because both of them were so good. Yeah. And that's another reason that I hate second male lead syndrome because he was like such a good character in that too but i can't park hunsick i can't it's it's a difficult choice yeah this is also in the d realm for me just because i'm like i can't do this don't play my heart like this okay d realm it is so this one's kind of my favorite this next one like i rank this one pretty high it's the cohabitation one where it's like it's the and then they were roommates trope oh my god they were roommates it's it's in my s column i'm not even gonna lie to you i love this shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's the learning how to live together trope um i haven't seen it a lot in k dramas recently then again i haven't been watching k dramas much recently 
recently, but a lot of the Japanese dramas that I've watched, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one where like the girls poor and they live together and like Is that Good Morning Call? Yes, that one. Yes. I was like, that was one of my favorite cohabitation drama trope things. So I'm cool to put it in the S tier. Yes. I don't even know why. I just have a thing when it's like they're roommates, but they're in love with each other. As if I've like ever experienced this, (laughs) which I have not. (laughs) Or just like seeing like, oh, I learned that habit about that person. I was just like, oh, it's so cute. And then when they start to pick up on their like schedules and everything, oh, I'm going to leave them a cute note or like leave them some food. I'm like, oh, so wholesome. I'm here for it. (laughs) Maybe it's because like when you live together, you can't hide any part of yourself. So like if you're disgusting, it's just out there. I don't know. Well, this is one of the ones that I had in the A, but I was going back and forth. So since everyone else put it in S, I'll do the same. I really do like this trope. And I wish they had it more in Korean dramas. I know. The only one I could think of was personal taste. Oh, that's going back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it in anything else, really. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it. It took a while for it to get there sort of well no she was kind of thrown into it in the beginning i think of princess hours when she becomes the princess and so now she has to acclimate to being in the palace but also when he adjusts to being in her suburban like hometown too it's like oh i love this this is so cute all right s tier cohabitation so the next one this one always makes me gag because i'm like you do that to me i'm gonna punch you in the face um it's the wall slam they're like pay attention to me slap okay i get that but also so like the teenage part of me is kind of giddy about it about the concept i mean fair like teenage me would have loved that shit uh, and i say that as a concept too because i think if somebody did that to me i would actually punch them for realsies so this is this is me being old let me just confirm what a wall slam is because i have two visions in my mind right now one is where you take an entire person and slam them into the wall or the one where the guy is like towering over the, the female lead and then he puts the the hand really close to her head up against the wall yeah the second one is what i thought it was the okay. first one sounds a little too sexual for me <laughs> uh, but it does happen though yeah yeah so yeah I just to be sure which one we were talking about okay cool i'm cool with putting both in the same column because like same. in drama world they equate to basically the same thing depending Mm. on the age of the characters right wall slams for me yeah i think if i was maybe 10 15 years younger that would be really cool but uh it's really cringy and stuff like this does happen there are um what do they call it like cafes in japan where you can pay people to do this for you i forget what the term is called but i remember watching it and i'm like have they done or something that's it yeah and i'm like i'm not paying for that So that's what I see now whenever I, when I look at walls, and no, I'm not, I guess it's okay. It depends on the drama, I suppose. Yeah. Like, I guess it just depends. Like it's not good, but it's not bad either for me. Right. I think I have it as C right now. It's just kind of eh. I put it at B because I know younger me would have enjoyed it, but older me is would be more concerned about the bruises left from mm. slamming me into the wall because 
like ow yeah it's it's a hard one because like the cons it's another like concept reality thing where it's kind of like kind of sexy in concept but like if it actually happened i don't think it would be that great no <laughs> give it a, a b minus shall in- we put oh. it in b then yeah. because it's like middle ground yeah i'm cool with that okay so i kind of want to go out of alphabetical order for a minute because i just saw this one and i think it would be hilarious to discuss the subway advertisement trope no i fucking That's a hate thing. subway i fucking <laughs> oh, hate put subway put it in the s <laughs> wait 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 like some wait hold on like clarify on what this trope is because i'm like i'm lost Every single drama ever is sponsored by Subway, so all you see is them eating Oh, Subway. that's right! I was like, wait, I was thinking Subway, like, the actual train station. I'm like, what? No, the food! I, you know. <laughs> okay, I was like, okay, I was like, what is this? Yes, it's- oh my god. <laughs> It always makes me wonder, like, how big is Subway? Because here, like, where I am, Subway is just like, oh, you want Subway? Like, what? That's really kind of low-class food. Yes. Quality. <laughs> exactly. But when you see it in dramas, it's like, oh, my gosh. They like, always just, make it look good. Yes. It's like it's it never looks that good. That's Literally. fake food. Okay. Because I'm like, man, is it that great? Let me go to Korea just so I can eat some Subway. Like, maybe it's so much bomb there. Like, ugh. Let me give you some context. <laughs> because i get it um subway's fucking expensive here are you serious Uh, yeah are you fucking serious (laughs) it's like a foot long spicy italian on because this my usual order is like a foot long spicy italian on um the four cheese bread that's what i'd order at home they don't even have four cheese bread here so i get it on wheat bread here and that's like eight bucks have they not heard the jingle of the five dollar foot long (laughs) (laughs) they do not it's like how dare they like i get like a meal and it's like suddenly like twelve dollars i'm like holy shit subway is not worth twelve dollars you can get so much better food for less Oh, I know, right? Right. And I'm just like, sometimes you just crave it, though. Like, I live across the street from a subway here, and I'm just like, sometimes... Sometimes you're just like, I want a sandwich. And how hard it is to find good lunch meat in this country, sometimes you're just like, fuck it, I'll pay $8 for a sandwich. Really? Is it? Okay, but is the quality better there than it is here, or is it the same? It's, there. you can't get a lot of things here that you could get at home, and I imagine it's the same the other way around. Because, like, here, I can get things like, um... Like, they have, like, an egg salad mix that's actually a lot better than the one at home. They have, like, different fish. There's, like, a really yummy bulgogi sandwich here. Um, It's, like, it's kind of like how McDonald's has, like, a regional menu. Same thing with Subway. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know about y'all, though, but I judge the characters based on what their Subway sandwich is. Really? I I don't eat enough Subway. I don't go there to know anything That's not, like, my first choice to, like, oh, I'm craving Subway. That shit is... second. (laughs) It's, it's, like, ninth on my list i would go through so much more before i went and got subway yeah um like i was like i guess subway but i'm just like i'm here for the fried chicken instead advertisements because they always make that shit look good yeah everything looks good oh i always get so hungry when i watch a drama and they're eating did we decide on a spot for the subway ad oh (laughs) i mean i dead ass put it in d because i'm so tired of seeing it i know and I put it in S because I just love it so much how ridiculous it is. So, Oh, you know, it's true. <laughs> so wherever you guys want to put it, it's fine. I'm 
I'm I'm cool with putting it in like the, our neutral B column because it's like it's kind of fun when it pops up, but like you know, it's like playing Where's Waldo in a drama. You're like, okay, spot the subway ad. It is okay. Like I get it for the ridiculous value, so like I'm fine with it being in B. Okay, we'll put it in B. <laughs> So from from now on, we're going to just, whenever we see Subway ads in K-dramas, we're going to think about this episode, just saying. Yes, I love it already. Okay, next one. I'm deciding to say fuck it and go out of order. Let's talk about the love triangle. But here's the thing, though. Not all dramas are love triangles. Sometimes they're love squares. Like Itaewon class, that's a fucking love square sometimes. I, I'll be honest, I hated the romance line in Itaewon class. It drove me crazy. Same. And I it's, loved Itaewon class. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about that and how uh, empty characters some people were. <laughs> so we're, we will use that one for an example. So how do we feel about love drama square, love shapes in dramas? They're kind of the norm, aren't they? Like, yeah. I feel like... If they didn't have them, if, let me clarify, if a romance drama didn't have some type of triangle, square, pentagon, hexagon, whatever, it, to me, it would seem a bit lacking, but I'm kind of over them as well. So I'm not sure where this one will go. Right now, I have it in C. It's it's so, like, ingrained in the romance stories that it's hard to imagine a story without it because even if like you have like a main couple that doesn't I'm trying to think of an example I think um what's the one with with Kim Ji-won and and Park Sojun uh, Fight My Way yeah like in Fight My Way there wasn't necessarily like a triangle or anything because you know it was well actually there was because the stupid ex-girlfriend came back or whatever I don't know because I would really like just like a good story of two people that fall in love without any other issues, but it just seems like it doesn't exist. They always bring a different person in to to make the plot more beefy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like for me, it's like it would be weird without that particular trope, but it's like, eh, you know, like it's there. You You kind of expect it to happen already, you know, so it's like it's okay. Like without it, I don't think certain dramas would have that driving force. So, I mean, it's like a C, like, yeah, like in the C, B tier for me. I'm just like, it's not the first thing I reach for, but it's, yeah, it's like overdone. So it's like BC for me too. Yeah. I think I put it in B just because it's like something unavoidable, but like sometimes it can be good also if it's done right. Yeah. I agree with that. Sometimes those love triangles can be entertaining and interesting so i'll put it in b as well i'll move it up a bit okay the love shapes go to b hmm which one should we talk about next oh shower scenes s put it in s exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly hello (laughs) okay so we've all decided just it goes to s okay moving on next We don't need to dive into that one. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Right. (laughs) I will say I want to advocate for thirst scenes for both men and female leads. Just saying. We actually don't get a lot of female shower scenes. Well, I mean, because technically we are naked. They can't show the top half. True. Um, So, but like swimming pool? Question mark? Bathtub with bubbles. Mm, Yep. I would have to be... I have to be totally honest. When I first saw shower scene, I don't know if you guys saw Melting Me Softly. 
that drama with Ji Chang Wook and uh, Wan Jinna. Mm, no, I didn't see that one. It was not like people didn't like it very much, but there is a scene involving the shower, and I was like, "God damn, yes, please, more." Mm, let me write this down. What what drama was that? <laughs> <laughs> Melting me softly. Love- I I have to get you the exact episode, but I okay. will. <laughs> I just think of uh, Jin Young from GOT7 and like the behind the scenes to his shower scene and I'm like, oh, hello. Oh, yes, always. That is a good time. I don't think there's anybody that would object to a shower scene. That was probably the quickest discussion we've ever had. (laughs) Okay, so this one might divide us a little bit. So Seguk or historical dramas. Mm. I will be honest, I don't watch them. So it's pretty low. I didn't put it in D because I have seen some that were really good, but it's not one of my favorites. I like the historical fusion dramas. Like it's both time travel-esque, like, you know, like Goblin and what is that other one? Um, Hotel de Luna did it also. Yeah, Hotel de Luna. And there was another one. Um, Is it like Sacred Scarlet Heart or Sacred Heart or whatever the hell that one is? Scarlet Heart. Scarlet Heart. Dr. Jin did one as well. The The one with um, Lee Min Ho. Oh, the new one, the King was... King's that own. one and he did an older one is oh faith one. faith yeah yeah that one In fact that king eternal monarch do you know that scene where he's riding the horse and he goes through the uh the uh, portal yes um that was filmed in busan and like i am just out of camera frame <laughs> in one of those really oh. yeah it was filmed in it was filmed in heunde hmm. so it was really funny because all of us are like what's it happening and then all of a sudden we see lemon hall on a horse we're like ah okay so that's a thing so um, i i'm only cool with it if it's if it's like fusion historical fusion dramas so like i put it in c for mine i've had my fair share of them for me it's not like my first genre choice like i'll pick but i do really like watching them for the historical outfits if you get what I mean. Yeah, I I actually like, I'm really interested in Korean history. So I like to see, you know, the historical dramas, but sometimes they can be kind of dry. So it's, it's kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, I, the ones that I did watch were fusions, but like had like the supernatural elements to it. So um, if it doesn't have that, I agree. It's really dry. They're very pretty. Uh, the aesthetic is like really beautiful. And like you said, the clothes and whatnot, but I, I have it as a C. It's a hard C for me because I, I just, I can't get into them. I will agree. Okay, so since we're like middle ground, do we want to do B or C? C is fine, I think. Yeah, I think keeping it at C. It's like, it's not like, I, I think we all can agree it's not our first choice here. Or our second. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll throw it in C. Also, sorry, I'm kind of sidetracked. Felix is being emo child again on Bubble, and I want to hug him and tell him he's worth it. He's being emo in English, so we know what's going on. He's really feeling in the dumps. Okay, so hmm, let's talk Nuna romance. Mm. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Yes. yes. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this might be one of my favorites. Yes. Same. I just started um, the She Would Never Know, which is Rowan's new drama. And he's like this cutie younger boy, except he's fucking 6'3", and she's like five feet tall. It is the best thing I've ever seen. I'm, I'm, I like them, but they're not like S tier. 
for me. Like I put them in the A column. The one thing I do have about it is that it's very unrealistic because younger men are stupid. So I don't trust them to be emotionally stable. (laughs) It's nice to have a boy toy. I I am assuming. I wouldn't know, but. Yeah, I think that's kind of the appeal of it. Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Jay? Um, I mean, it's up there. It's high up there. It's not like my go-to. Like if it's in the plot, then I'm like, okay, sure. Um, it's like an A for me. And I'm like, I'm just like, yes. Cause I, I mean, I'm not that old either, but getting there too. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. A column it is. So let's do, okay. Let's get some of the really easy ones out of the way. Wrist grabs. I'm so eh. over it. Yeah. Eh. Just kind of eh. If easy. it's done right, it's okay. But like, otherwise not really. Yeah. So the D column? Because, like, I, they also rest in the, the wall slam category for me, but also it's, like, one of those don't touch me, I'm a fuck you up situations. Yeah, the, the like, unwanted, like, physical touch kind of makes me, eh, so I'm not a big fan of it. D works for me as well. To the D column. Okay, here's another fun one. Evil mother-in-law. Ooh. Just because I, I haven't seen a lot or watched more recent ones. I mean, I do like it sometimes. Yeah. If the actress who's playing the evil mother is really good, then yes, I keep it up in the higher tiers for me. Let's expand it to evil family members because I know some of the recent dramas, the dad has been evil and or like evil sibling. I don't like it as a plot point very much because it's just used to like stir up conflict. And I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of it personally. I have it as C right now because it like Jason, if it's done well, then I'm for it. But I do, it does piss me off. I'll, I'll just be honest. It pisses me off. And then I get mad at the lead character because it's like, stand up for yourself. What are you doing? So I'm kind of back and forth on this one. I'm cool for C because it's just like, sometimes you just like, why you got to be like this? Okay. I'm good with C. Yeah. Dope. Okay. Here's another one. The Sundere lead. Like, Oh God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes i love me some fake emotionally unavailable men that are actually soft as shit on the inside love that are we all thinking of gujum Chow? i mean he uh, wasn't my first choice but i mean i was thinking honestly i was thinking han so jun in true beauty um <laughs> am i well, the only one not watching true beauty well because i i'm not watching either but i want to wait i want to wait till it finishes so i can just binge it in one go i don't yeah. know i like the i like the cold like bad boy that's actually soft as shit and the first one i just thought of is the most recent one but like i don't know i just live for that shit man <laughs> i like it if it's done well yeah agreed because like when you said junpyo my first thought is that like he's just mean like he was bullying her and shit like yeah, i'm not about that <laughs> He's a jerk in general. Yeah, and to me, Sundere doesn't mean you're a jerk. You're just kind of like emotionally unavailable or at least appear that way. Hmm. I'd say A column then? A column? S column? No, I would say A. S column. I think A is good. Okay. Here's one that I'm not quite familiar with because I haven't seen a drama with it. So y'all are going to have to leave the discussion. The contract relationship. Oh, that's old. That's old trope. That is a really old trope, but I'm trying to remember the ones because I know that there are and I know I've watched some, but I just can't remember the names to these dramas. They're all right. So the old one that I'm thinking of is, my name is Kim Sansoon. 
Yes, 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 I remember this one. Yes, I remember that one. Yeah, I I really liked that drama just because she was older and she didn't have at the time the traditional, like typical look of a female lead. Uh, Having said that, contract relationships, it's cute, but it can be very messy, which I think is what they're going for because people tend to fall in love and then the contract thing gets in the way of that for about 10 episodes. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm kind of, I'm kind of iffy on it just because like at least in other story realms it's so popular to have like a fake marriage sort of contract thingy. I don't know because to me it just seems like it's set up to be messy and I don't necessarily like that very much. Okay, so like my brain went a completely different contract relationship. So okay, um, in that in your guys's realm, I'd put it in B because I'm indifferent to it. I would say I'm indifferent as well in general. Yeah. Okay, so next trope, insta love. I'm assuming the love at first sight trope. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That's all I gotta ew. say. <laughs> ew. D. Okay. And that was easy. Um, Younger me would probably be like, oh, yes, but no, not anymore. Homie, if you fall in love at first sight, you have no idea what the fuck you're getting yourself into. You don't know anything Great. about person. Right. Okay. Here's another classic trope. Poor girl, rich guy. I hate it. Ugh. Yeah, it's been done too much, I think. I hate it in the opposite form too, even though we don't see it that often. Right. I, I would rather they're seeing the opposite form just because the uh, this way is so overdone in has general there, has there ever been a drama like that where it's the opposite i can't, I can't think, of- think of one I, kind of it's sort of if you think about crash landing on you she's the rich girl he's kind of like yes he was in the military but he's on the more like rural area a little bit well either way yeah i'm i don't care for it yeah, all right, right to D, because we got a lot to get through. So I'm like, let's, let's hurry it through it. All right, um, next one, hidden identity. Kind of indifferent to this one, because, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. You don't get to see it often. Yeah. Agreed to the B column. Okay, so this one could cause a lot of discussions because it's usually this that causes another trope to occur, the traffic accident. Oh, good grief. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. It happens in every drama across genres. It doesn't matter if it's romance, supernatural, medical, mystery, crime. It, they always have a traffic accident. Somehow. They'll hit you in the historical ones that you'll get hit by a, a horse. <laughs> <laughs> the imagery that's coming into my head right now. I know. I'm thinking of like a, a girl just being shoved and being run over by a horse. It's weird. That's what traffic would be in those times. Yeah. I know. It seems I, like it's used as like, a starting point for everything yeah so like in tale of the nine-tailed it literally like kicked off the entire story and it's like they do that all the time like when they want to kill the parents off they kill them off by a traffic accident okay so let's do b yeah i have it as b b yeah. or c b because it's like sometimes it's like it's a driving plot point to it so like sometimes if it's not like, or depending on the drama, if it's not there, it's like, oh, you never know. Okay, let's put it in B. Um, flashbacks. Eh. Yeah, just eh. Yeah. I had yeah. it in C because it's like, it's whatever. I'm okay with it being in C as well. Same. I'm cool with C because I'm just like, because uh, it also kind of makes me think of a huge time jumps as well, too. So I'm just like, mm. um, here we go. Enemies to lovers. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, I have it in A. I have it in A. 
There's so much about it. It's like friends to lovers, but sexual tension. I mean, which is better? Enemies to lovers or friends to lovers? Damn it. (laughs) Don't ask me this. (laughs) One is more stable. So friends to lovers is more stable. That's really like how a relationship should be built. But enemies to lovers has that awesome sexual tension. (laughs) There's that spiciness to it. What What are you thinking, Sarah? I was so excited I had my mute button on. <laughs> um, I think, like you said, this it's more stable when it's friends to lover, but it's so much more entertaining when they start off as enemies. And it's like the more they hate each other in the beginning, the more entertaining and interesting it is to me. So, uh, yeah. And the the, the dawn of realization of when they're like, oh my God, I have feelings for them. Yeah. And then when one gets hurt, you know, and doing something else and they like rush to their side. And it's like, wait, what am I doing? Why am I like this? Yeah. They really need to come up with a trope that is enemies to friends to lovers. That would actually be like my perfect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, actually that sounds great. Okay. So I'm assuming we're just going to put enemies to lovers and friends to lovers in the same category. Oop, that's not the right card. This is the right card. So let's do time travel. Personally, not for me. Yeah, I had- time travel in the C uh, category. I like it only in like certain contexts. Yeah, I don't like because like uh, we see this tied with like historical dramas where like they the the lead has to travel back to their own time and it's all it's heartbreaking shit and they realize that the person they love is dead now like I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. Okay, to yeah. the C column. I have it as a C column as well. I'm a big fan of supernatural stuff, but time travel, I think they've done it too much. It's like everything is time travel. Even some of the upcoming dramas that are starting to air next month, time travel. It's like, but come on. Is there nothing else? Why do I keep talking without my mic on? Okay, let's do rooftop scenes. Okay, define, are, like, are we talking about rooftop scenes in general or like, specific plot point with rooftop scene Mm, i'm okay with either i mean i kind of like rooftop stuff it seems like all the deep shit happens on a rooftop for some reason you know what i mean yeah like it's not my go-to so like i'm very like indifferent to it yeah yeah i have to agree just because it's like it's there it happens yeah i'm indifferent okay next one Meta's children I uh I actually really like this one I just think it's really cute when they show scenes of like the two kids meeting each other I don't know I like it (laughs) yeah very wholesome I also agree I like it that's in the a for me okay that's also in the a for me same okay one do we speed round the last four because I got some not ones that weren't on this chart that we can discuss that I feel like is going to be very entertaining yeah i think we can yes. speed run because these are pretty like cut and dry mm-hmm. all right jealous x i put b no i put it in b i, I didn't like it i should know i'm lying i put it in d because it gets on my nerves oh okay yeah, me too actually <laughs> okay to the d column amusement park day i like it's these cute yeah I yeah same yeah i put mine in a okay a yeah. Yes. Yep. Running after vehicle. Oh God, this is a D for me. Overdone. <laughs> Over it. Yes. Overdone. A to the D column and supernatural dramas. Good shit. A. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. A. Gotcha. All right. So time for the fun shit. Time to annotate my screen and to put stuff in columns. All right. Next one. The study abroad trope. Uh, mm. Mm. Uh, I'm just eh about it. Yeah. yeah. Meh. The B. So, B column. It makes me think of like 
like heirs. Yeah. Um, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like spoiled rich kids going to the United States for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Study abroad in the B column. Um. The terminal disease trope. Nah. Gosh. No. It's overdone. Uh, no. <laughs> D column, please. Okay. Terminal disease. Boom. Sure, it's gonna live right there. Um, black baseball cap of doom. Now, let me explain this one. Almost every bad guy in the dramas always have a black baseball cap on when they're doing bad people shit. (laughs) That is true. Agreed. I so like I, it though. I'm not I gonna like lie. it though because you, 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 that's how you know like, something's oh, yeah, about to go a... down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, they got the bell cap on. Something's about to happen. A then? I'm good with that actually. Yeah. Same. Black baseball cap of doom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, okay, this is definitely a more trope we've seen in more recent dramas like, like Sweet Home, Penthouse, and a couple other ones. How, like, speaking English is, like, a thing. Uh, I feel, this reminds me of, like, old dramas when they would just, like, randomly use English for no reason. Yeah, um, it's gotten better, question mark, maybe? But if the storyline doesn't call for it, I really don't see the need just to randomly speak English. It's like, why are you doing this? Yeah, no. I had another trope, so depending on where we put this one, I have one. Okay, so I, I'm definitely going to put it in the D column because I'm not a fan of it because I'm also, like, hardly anyone speaks good, that well of English unless you were, like, educated from, like, childhood and you were one of the smart kids. As an English educator over here, it bugs me, that trope. Can I say something about that? Because I found this out and I, I thought this was really interesting. So the guy who spoke English in Penthouse, and I didn't watch Penthouse, so I don't know, it, like, the storyline or anything, but he's actually born in, well, maybe not born here, but he was raised here. And he went back to Korea, gave up his citizenship and decided to become an actor, went through the military, all that stuff. So his English is fine. It's perfect. The thing is, when they run their lines and everything, they want some of the actors to speak English in a Korean accent, if that makes sense, to make it more digestible for the Korean audience. That pisses me off so much. Because <laughs> yeah. I- like my elementary school students, mm-hmm. like I'm training them not to speak with a Korean accent. Like the big thing is like adding an extra syllable onto words that don't need that syllable. Yes, times. I hear that a lot. Times. It's like, no, no. Yeah. That's just or, or lunchy or um, like there's so many words. And it's like, nope, nope. It's just hard stop. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, guys, please, please. Mm. Um, but- we can get on a whole tangent on that in another episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I'm going the, through it. I'm sorry. What is yours, Jay? Yeah. So we can all agree this has happened in a K-drama. Sometimes it's super funny, depending on how you guys feel about it. The whole water or food or some sort of liquid to the face. I love it. Oh, wait. Yes. <laughs> I, I love, love the food to the face trope so much. It's like, ha you bitch. You're a bitch. I hate you. You deserve that. You're a jerk. Or the kimchi slaps. That used to be really big back in the day. Yes. Kimchi slaps. Yeah, kimchi slaps. I think they still do it in like the uh, morning dramas, like the actual soap operas. Those shows are wild. Uh, we're all of agreeance that Kim- I'm just going to nickname it the kimchi slaps to the S column. Yes. Yes. Please. Guys, they put out a video of Shuga practicing with the sword for Dechitwa. 
Yep. That was last oh. night. A Are bitch is going through it. <laughs> I can't. Are you good over there? No, oh. I'm not. <laughs> no. Since she brought it up, actually, um, how do we feel about like the trope of like, especially when it comes to historical dramas or some sort of action dramas, a good standoff fight? Yes. Ooh, I just, yes. I just watched Lee Dongwook do that shit and tail the nine tailed, and it is, it is dead sexy. I'm not gonna lie to you. So S tier. Yes. Yes. Okay. Standoffs. We stand. Standoffs, and then do the thing. But I really love this annotate function on Zoom. 10 out of 10 would recommend sometimes when it wants to work. Um, so I only have two more tropes and then we can get weird with shit. Um, bus snaps. Oh, yeah. Realistic. Very realistic. Yeah, what's that? Okay, so like context. Not like the you knock the fuck out on the bus because we all been there. But the falling asleep on the the cute boy's shoulder. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm okay with them. Yeah, same here. It's not bad. Sometimes it's like, depending on what it is, it's really cute. I'm like, I was indifferent to it. What about you, Roxy? Sorry, I, I can't keep my head straight <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> it's, I think it's very unrealistic because like, I know that like you can fall asleep on a bus, but I would know if I was in someone's personal space. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't like it very much. Okay, I'm indifferent. So like B? Yeah. I'm good with B, yeah. Okay, while I'm typing bus snaps into B, my last trope is the dramatic fall trope. I don't like the dramatic fall because it's it's too dramatic. Yeah. Wait, context. Like, it's the, like, falling in front of the bus or the falling Uh. into the lover's arms or... Mm. I'm over it. Okay, to the D column. Okay, so that's all of my tropes. Do y'all have things to add to this list? Darn it, I had one and I blanked out on what it was. Oh, um, 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 the angry, angsty, I'ma throw shit cause I'm angry and break shit trope. Nah, nah, man. Nah, fam. That's too close to like Me. domestic abuse. <laughs> I throw things, but not, not at people. Like it's what, it's usually when they're alone and they're angry. So like if they're on the phone, they throw the phone or like if they're drinking some sort of like whatever liquid, they throw the glass. I don't like that. Cause to me, it's like inability to control yourself that's true yeah i don't like it either it's just a what the heck that's expensive (laughs) yeah i agree it's just like "Mm, mm." so d yeah i don't know if this one will also fall into the terminal disease but kind of a sad trope when they either like you know some person needs some sort of organ so they off with themselves oh sometimes it's it happens in older dramas like Mm -hmm. um what's a good example shoot i forgot one she she's like the really really she's really really famous is older drama i don't remember it's not winter sonata but it's that that actress who's in there some she needs like an eye surgery because she's blind and so like second Mm -hmm. lead second lead offs with himself and saves his eyes for her that's I hate that. Depressing. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't so know that so one. like basically the unlife yourself trope. Yes. Like saving like, you know, I'm going to save or donate something to you. And it ends with a character unfortunately dying. That's just unhealthy, mate. Yeah. Ooh. I can see I happen, though. 
I, that's like you're too obsessed with the person. I'm a definitely unlifing yourself for whatever reason goes in the D column. Stay yeah. away to heaven. I remember it. That okay. was the that was the drama with uh, Chue Jiwoo. She's a really famous actress. Like she's in Winter Sonata. She was in Crash Landing on You at one point. She made a cameo. Hmm. Um, yeah, if you watch, don't want like if you don't want to cry, don't watch Stairway to Heaven. I went through that and Winter Sonata as like a young teenager. Oh my gosh. And that was like traumatizing. I'm like, this is so sad. A lot of the older dramas had that kind of trope back then. So that's the only reason why I brought it up. Okay, so we got a lot of tropes here. We're very, there's a lot in the D column. (laughs) That's because they overdo tropes too much in most things. Yes. I had more in the S column, to be honest, because I put all the enemies and friends to lovers and shit up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, I I mean, it seems substantial enough. Like, it's kind of hard to please us, too. It's like, we've all seen enough, or, like, we know what's coming. Yeah, we've been in the game too long, so. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's true we've been around a long time, so we've seen all of these tropes multiple times. Um, But if you're interested in creating your own tier list, uh, we actually got this off of tiermaker.com. So if you do decide to go make your own, uh, send us a screenshot so we can compare uh, differences in this. All right, so now we're going to move on to our uh, underrated artist for this week. Uh, Amber, you want to introduce her? Yeah, so... Guys, this is an artist, if you're not familiar with them, you really should, because our female solo singers in Korea, they don't get enough love. Um, so her name is Bibi. She is born in 1998. So she's on the younger side of things. She's 22, 23 this year. Sorry, I can't math. Um, she signed to Feel Good Music. Yumin Ray herself discovered her by seeing her stuff on SoundCloud. And she also was on the TV show The Fan. I don't know if you guys know that TV show, but she got stuck in place on that show. Um, she's like an R&B, uh, like rap, hip hop kind of focused. Um, her stuff kind of varies depending on like the theme of it uh she's been like featured on a ton of stuff recently um she has a really signature thing i don't know if you guys know this when you guys were getting to know her a little bit but her signature like look is she puts two dots underneath um her eye when she performs i did notice that you know honestly i thought it was oh my gosh i thought it was just like a birthmark I was fascinated by it when I realized that, like, that's a thing she does. Because, like, I, I follow her on Instagram. I watch her lives. And, boy, let me tell you, this girl is savage. In Korean, she's, like, soft and cupcakey like But when she starts speaking English, it's where it's, I swear, Stan Twitter taught her how to speak English. <laughs> so, for me, personally, um, I've heard of BB. I just never got around to listening to her stuff until we started covering this. I guess it's a running theme for me here <laughs> on this podcast. I really like her sound. She has a voice that like I can get behind the she ha- like it's soft but it's also husky at certain times and I'm like yes, more of this. I like artists who sound like this. She has a very distinct style that I think is good for the more like KR&B space. Like it's unique um I would say anyway. So, you know, she's fairly new also. She debuted in 2019, so. And she has a lot of stuff out too. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was really excited because um, I am a huge Korean R&B fan. So when BB 
first came out with Benzino, I was like blown away with the style of voice and the quality of her uh, vocal tone. Also the fact that she's under Feel Good Music, I am thankful because I feel like she will have like more creative freedom to do what she wants, which is pretty evident in some of the songs that she's created so far. I encourage everyone to listen to uh, Cigarette and Condoms. That's one of my personal favorites. I have two favorites of hers. I really like Pretty Things and um, Casino. Those are two of my favorite songs by her. Um, but most recently, her collaboration she did with Dindin and Heechul and I can't remember the other guy, but the, oh, the yes. collaboration, mm-hmm. her part in really Hanyang was so good. Agreed. I've forgotten about that. So thank you. Yes, that was a really good one. Also, uh, the song that she did with Crush on his last album, Wow, that is definitely 19 plus rating. So if you listen to it, uh, make sure there's no little ones around. That's all I'm gonna say. No spoilers. Oh yeah, all of her music. Just just be aware. Um, and she's very good at like she speaks English well. Um, and so she will mix English and Korean in her songs. And if you listen, like some shit comes out of her mouth. We love that. There's yeah. not enough of that. Absolutely. I- I think it's interesting too that like she's not exactly underrated. She's pretty well known and she has featured on tracks with like really big names in the Korean music industry, but her solo stuff does not seem to do well on the charts. And, you know, it's, I I don't understand it. I think, well, there is a lot of changes coming in the music charts specifically. Like, I don't know, I might do a a fan advice article on it here in the future. Um, I think we might start seeing her stuff chart, maybe the newest stuff. She did get some attention from the song she did with JYP. She was the girl in the Fever song. I thought I recognized that voice. Um, I don't think she was in the music video per se, but yeah, that husky voice is very noticeable so what are your guys' overall thoughts like she's someone i listen to regularly because i just adore her and her savageness um if you ever get a chance to catch her on a v live or an instagram live 100 percent recommend she's hilarious um but what's your votes on things guys yes i am keeping her in my playlist book so i will be listening to bb more often now yeah, I agree as well. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to whatever this new song she has coming out shortly. And just excited to see what 2021 has for BB. Definitely, definitely love her. And per usual, um, we may like something here, but it may not be your flavor. But just know there's always something for everyone. And we encourage you to try something out. We say this many times that um, we may not like a song, but it may be something you jive to. So definitely give BB a shot. And with that being said, should we close out? Yep. So uh, any final thoughts today on our discussions, guys? Okay, dramas be wild. Agreed. Um, listen to BB. Sarah, if you want to let our listeners know where to find you, you can go ahead and plug your stuff. Thank awesome. you so much for being on this episode, by the way. We oh, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun doing the tier list with you guys. Uh, and yeah, if you want to reach out to me, I'm across all social media as Young Ajima, Y-O-U-N-G-A-J-U-M-M-A-H. And yeah, like I said, I love to talk. So come follow me. <laughs> and as always, you can check our website and our social media for all new updates. Um, and just a quick reminder, the Crazecast is available on all major streaming platforms. So give us a follow and uh, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review as well. So this has been the Crazecast and we'll see you all next week. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.